0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across me and probably opposed to everything uh, I've ever said. I heard. uh uh
2: uh. You're not being kind. Okay. You get no merchandise prizes. And this is the final day. (laughs) Merchandise (laughs) prizes. That's what the promo says. (laughs) I forget where I read it. What? A Solution. Solution to what?
1: The transgender high school and college athlete situation. Oh, you found it? I did find one, right? and I didn't come up with it, but now I can't remember it. it was it's like, not
2: the law that's being adopted in the state and others? Mm, no, it's like collegiateinsider.com or something. Collision Insider.
1: Collegi- collegiateinsider.com. <laughs> um, but anyway, okay, here's the solution they, they talk about. Have a special about. transgender category. Taught. Not specifically, but... Women would be biological women only in high school or college, but men would be open to men or anybody else who wants to compete age-appropriate, okay? So if a transgender woman wants to compete, she would, since she's biologically a male, she would have to compete in the open division that's open to all.
2: <laughs> How about that? That's now, genius. It, it, no, it's not. It's it's just... <laughs> oh, you just hate everything. No, I come, told come you on. you hate everything I say. You you gave the clue right there. You said biologically, if a woman is a biological man, then she right. should compete with the men. Well, if that Biologically, if she's a man, why shouldn't she compete they, against other men? If she changed because she truly believed she was in the wrong body... She was required to...
1: Then she should be required. Well, I don't think that's... Appropriate If she's transitioned to a male, why well, would she race against the boys? But if it's an open category, Well, let's put it this way. way go.
2: Why do you think some of these people are competing in in those sports? Because they have a much better chance no, as a man no, no, competing no, against no, women.
1: No, no, no. You know, you say that, but there's no evidence that anybody who was competing saying, well, I'm not doing too well in the girls' or boys' category, so I'm going to transition to a woman. I'm going to change my whole life, my name. I'm going to take hormones, uh, maybe even have surgery. I'm going to do all of this.
2: I didn't say that was the only reason, but it certainly does seem to be that that, that, let's say they have a lack of a sense of fairness. If I was a man who transitioned to a woman and I suddenly found that if I competed against women, I could do exceptionally well. Mm -hmm. I would think morally I would have to say, no, wait a minute, that's not fair to these women. I shouldn't be doing this. Okay.
1: Right. Well, that's, but see, you're pure... Unadulterated speculation on what goes into any of this, you know, what, what goes on to an
2: individual. As opposed to your thorough no, knowledge and comprehensive no, no, no. understanding of the issue.
1: I readily admit I know absolutely nothing about what I'm talking about. You claim to know what these women are doing it and why I they're doing claim. it. I didn't claim. I just and their said to you. And their goal.
2: I just said to you that if I were that person, if I were a woman who transitioned to a, a man who transitioned to a woman and found I could compete <laughs> highly, successfully, highly successfully, highly <laughs> successfully against other. Women, okay. I would feel morally obligated not to do so because I would be taking away opportunities from young women, born women, who actually have worked hard all their lives to all achieve right. a certain standard of performance.
1: Well, I can see why you would say that as a biological male who hasn't transitioned. But the more you learn about this, you learn that why that's not really. Well, so how an much have you learned? Response? You just said you
2: knew nothing about it, so you couldn't possibly have learned anything. I recognize ignorance when I see it. Let's just well, leave you're it at demonstrating that. your own prowess at the, pr- at the <laughs> exactly. issue. exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate
1: you pointing that out. All 800 I think it's a workable solution. Uh, Kevin knows a lot about athletes. What do you think about this? The males would be in an open category. Women would be women only. Female, biological only.
3: See? It I'm confused. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you got to explain that to me again.
2: Okay. So, oh, you were busy. Okay. That's fine. He uh, knows nothing of it, Kevin, so this won't be a good explanation. <laughs> Women's or
1: girls' sports in high school and in college would be biological women only. and But men's categories in high school and college would be open. Anybody, either sex, could
2: participate in them if they so choose. Like, m- most girls wouldn't choose to compete with the boys. But doesn't that you know, render your whole argument that these no, people I who actually, change actually are women? Actually, I disagree with
3: you, Mark. There, there are a lot of girls who do compete with the boys. We've seen it in wrestling. Okay. We've seen it in football. And we've seen it the other way around, where there's no boys' version of field hockey. Okay, uh, where boys do play uh, play girls' field
1: hockey. Right, no argument there. Okay, I think.
3: Listen, we can't even keep keep athletes clean at the at the worldwide level from using drugs. How in the world are we going to enforce
1: that?
2: And are some of the drugs oh, that well, a, a transgender takes to transform themselves, are they banned substances, or would they show up on a, t- a drug test? Well,
1: that's possible. I mean, I, I think you can layer on complication if you wish to, but I think on face value, <laughs> this is worth exploring, the idea of an open category for bah,
2: biological bad males. Bad idea. Bah, and, bad idea. Well, it solves the problem <laughs> completely. No, it doesn't. In what way? It, it just moves the problem in another area. You're saying there's an open category where anybody, men, can be open. Okay. But women can't be. Right. And if I'm a man who transitioned to a woman and I believe I am a woman, why am I not permitted to compete with women? Well, you wouldn't be in the, bio- you can believe all you want. Bio- belief
1: is not biology. I'm amazed to
2: hear you say that. I've been arguing that on this program for
1: years, and now you're finally agreeing with me. Well, no, I've never disagreed with that. I've always known that uh, transgender women were biological males. That's okay. I I, I don't argue against the science. I'm just saying that this would solve that issue. You you, you could transition to a woman, but biologically you're a female, and there is a set-aside category, this rarefied category for biological girls, because they are age and ability appropriate, that that, that should be just for them, but for men, it could be an open category. A transgender female or male or anybody, or uh, the typical high school male could compete in that.
3: Again, the Olympics can't keep uh, athletes from doping. How in the world are they going to be able to enforce that?
2: I don't know if it would work for Olympics. Well, then it's not workable, period. You said it was a solution to the entire issue. No, it's no, not. No, I never said any such thing. It would, it would help high well, school go back college, to the beginning though. of the program. I think you touted okay. it as such. All right. So anyway, that would... So there's my idea.
1: <laughs> men were men. Okay, I heard that in the background. Yeah, we're going to have to get new, uh, him a new console over there. All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 1-800-795-9565. Lawrence's cockamamie idea to create... And I didn't come up with it. I just read about it. Uh, I think is totally workable. So let's Let's argue that out. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. The Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. Our toll-free line is open. Call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 9565 You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Uh, let's see. Stan has been patiently waiting. Go ahead, Stan. You're on the mark. <laughs>
4: Thank you. Now, you start to show off great. Now let me put my two cents in, then I'm gonna go on to something else. Transgenderism in sports is nothing but a large pile of horse excrement. Okay? It's a mental disorder. These poor people need to be helped with it. Okay, that's it. Now
1: Well that's a false statement, but anyway, go now, ahead. No,
4: no comments. You, you made your comments, that's my comment, okay? <laughs> so, you know, whatever. You know, that's that's my feeling on it because it is. Now, yeah, I don't, it wasn't yesterday. I don't, you may have talked about it yesterday morning. I didn't catch the whole show. The Emmett Till anti-lynching federal law.
2: No, we didn't, we didn't. We didn't. We did not discuss that.
4: Okay. Now, my understanding of the law is in every fifty state of this union, murder, lynching, all that stuff is illegal. Correct.
2: Already, you mean? Yes.
4: Yes. Yes. Okay. So. Now we have a federal—they're going to make it a hate crime, I guess, which, as I've said in the past, anytime you murder somebody intentionally, there has to be a lot of hate in there. I don't care what race you are. <laughs> yeah, I was okay? going to say,
2: I don't think you could justify that as love. I love you, boom. <laughs> I love you, but I'm going to lynch you, right.
4: <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's just insanity. But will they enforce that law about the same way they enforce all federal gun laws against criminals that use guns in crimes? I'm assuming maybe a little bit more because it's the racial undertones of it. You know, although I'm I'm assuming white folk can be lynched, too.
2: I would think.
4: Okay. So, but do you really think that they're going to enforce that law more than they will the anti-criminal gun use law? Well, I'm not
2: certain I understand. No, there's lots
4: of those, but they don't. What, what don't you understand,
2: Joe? I'm not certain I understand what the distinction is. In other words, if I if I lynch you, hang you, uh, and I'm caught and I'm arrested, they're going to try me for first-degree murder. So what does making it a hate crime, how does that enhance my punishment or anything else connected with the crime? Ah. I'm just asking. Their
4: virtue signaling. Well, I don't know because I believe they're just virtue signaling, and they're trying to assuage their Democrat racist guilt from when— the, Emmett Till was lynched by Democrats. My understanding in that state, I don't remember, was it Miss Georgia <laughs> or Mississippi? Whichever state it was. It was political there was not a single. There was not a single elected Republican in charge of that state at any level. So it was all Democrats that did the lynching. So I guess they're just trying to assuage their... Guilt. It was
1: the political leaders in the state who did the lynching? No. It was
2: a Klan.
4: Well, okay, and, and and a lot of and some of the elected officials were Klan members. True, so
2: that's true. They
4: were Democrats, so.
1: So
2: this is a political issue. i they're assuaging I gotcha.
4: their guilt of ra- their racist past and probably present. I, I'm just going to throw that out. There. Kind
1: of a conscientious reparations. I,
4: I we'll put this out there. Not all Democrats are racist, but there are some. And just like not all Republicans are racist, but there are a few. And I don't want anything to do with either one of them.
2: Just okay, out of curiosity, Stan, repugnant. which is which is largest, some or few? Some is much bigger than few. Well, uh, you said some wow. Democrats are racist and a few Republicans. I just wondered. No, it's the other way around. No, I well, thought he said it the, the way so I, I think quoted. There's
1: probably fewer Republicans than Democrats,
4: but that's just my opinion, which everybody has one, correct? That's An true. Opinion.
1: And we know how valuable
2: they are. Yes. we <laughs> know Anatomically. Yeah, yeah, everybody has one,
4: just like they have that other thing. But anyways, <laughs> so, so, uh, so, uh, so I'm going to throw that out there. The other thing is, right now, I guess sometime in May, we have Title IV, uh, Title 42 uh, expulsion of illegals at the border because of health reasons. Biden's going to end that. Aren't we still, as they're saying, they're pushing this uh, COVID booster? Everybody's got to go get their COVID booster, but you're going to allow illegals in with potential of them. Carrying COVID into this country and being spread around this country because they are moving those people all around the country when they leave them to stay here. But we're going to end that. Why?
1: All right, we got you. Doesn't make you so much, much sense.
2: Stan. I agree, Stan. Thank you, sir. Two Thank B you. Right, continue. You yep. too, sir. Really, you too, guy. Thanks. All
1: right, uh, we got it. Uh, oh, we got time for Ken. Okay, Ken, go right ahead. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead.
5: All right, quickie. Um, your thing about transgender um, doing things athletically, you're so, so wrong. Um, I, <laughs> Everybody I, I keeps saying that. <laughs> one I have four children. I got two Division one athletes. Okay, And my daughter, um, we were in State College, and it was clearly a boy that hit a three-pointer, and his name was Allen. Yay, Allen! All day, all day. You know what? The girls got a little and he never scored again it was a boy you know what my daughter told me you know why he's on that team dad he couldn't make the boys team. Hmm.
2: and this, this actually involved members of your family so you're talking about something you actually know a great deal about well, yeah, it was there. <laughs>
1: okay. Right, was and my you, daughter. Right. She necessarily it said it, but w- w- the person uh, that is that boy, did he actually say that to someone? Did uh, that someone actually tell your daughter is is accurately is the question. Wait, you're
5: rambling. What? <laughs>
1: say it again. <laughs> nah, never mind. Never mind, Ken. All right. We got you. There's no, a boy I mean, on I the think what what, what? what else what? do you want to say, Ken? Go ahead. Go no, ahead.
5: No, that was
1: it. I just All right. Thank it. you very wrong, much. I Call back it. later.
2: Why, why don't Honest you want to hear what peace. Ken's saying? He had, a, Look, he had a valid point there.
1: He had a very good point. I didn't accuse him of lying, rambling. I asked him if the statement was accurate. He accuses me of rambling. We don't need that. If we want to talk about facts here or opinions, go ahead. But he was. I'm not going to call you a name. A... I'm not going to say you're stupid or anything. He didn't say are stupid. Ins- he just s- said
2: you were rambling.
1: <laughs> I didn't say he did.
2: Okay, well you, then why are you saying that now? <laughs> We're ready to go.
1: Let's move on. Anybody can call. It's okay. open phones.
2: But he did. He did make an interesting point. I mean, I have no so reason did I. I have no reason to doubt Do you that you think his, I did? N- I'm not saying you didn't. Do you think I was rambling? Mm, you were you okay. were trying to make your point. I won't say it was rambling, but I don't know that it was directly Joe. responsive to what he was saying. Now you're rambling. Now, you can't even say accurately what you saying, want to you're say. You're saying you're saying that Here's he what you said. Have to do. Just listen to the tapes. You question why his daughter <laughs> right, why on. his daughter would say that. Joe, <laughs> somebody, you're asking did, did the boy actually say that to the do you daughter? Hear him yelling over there? Huh?
1: Play the commercial. <laughs> Thank you. That's what the bell means. All right, All we'll right. be right back. We're talking. Talking about the idea, I'll explain it slowly for our uh, good listener there, Ken. If there is a women's category, it's biological women only in high school and college. If there is a men's category, it's open, and that would be open to biological uh, males and females. It's an open category, and that would even the playing field. It's a perfect solution. It's not my idea. Somebody else came up with it, but uh, I think it would work. What's your view on this, folks? No merchandise prizes for you. You weren't nice to Ken. (laughs) All right. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back.
2: Great, upper right hand corner, Joe. Right, uh, Mark, the more you, this is from Doug, Mark, the more you and other libs argue about men trying to become women and women becoming men, and then a transgender woman competing in women's sports, the more ridiculous and stupid you sound. I know you're not stupid, but it's so ridiculous it makes you sound that way. How long before the left defends pedophilia, too? Does that sound crazy? Well, yes, but so did all this stuff going on today sound crazy 15 years ago. Stan had it right. It is a mental disorder to think that you're the opposite sex. These people need help, not surgeries or a pat on the back telling them how wonderful what they're doing is. God help us all. We definitely need it. Signed, Doug. Alrighty, Thank you for that. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. And then yesterday, we were talking about the Disney organization, which I have to believe Walt would be spinning as, probably is spinning in his grave, with the direction they're taking of the Disney organization. Uh, we talked about yesterday, one of the videos shows a Disney official explaining the company is committed to pushing queer stories and putting in place procedures to ensure the company is creating enough gender non-conforming characters. Not certain what one of those is. One of our listeners responded to that by saying, the Disney thing is not about respecting people. It's about whether our public teachers should teach sexually explicit concepts to 5- to 8-year-olds. Disney management is caving to a tiny sliver of their 100,000 employees. And besides being spineless, how how stupid for a company devoted to the enjoyment of children and families to oppose the right for parents who feed their little ones are too young to be indoctrinated in transgenderism by public school teachers. All right. I That's a good you. point. Well, and I think uh, their I think
1: their goal may be to try to be respectful to people who are non-binary genders who are either in the youngster crowd or in the parental crowd so that, that's probably why they're saying that you brought the clipping and what was their explanation that uh, they want
2: why they were doing that well they they their argument is uh, the in-house Disney video of Disney's, Disney pushing the progressive agenda came a week after some Disney employees walked off the job last week protesting a perceived lack of company opposition to the Florida quote don't say gay bill okay. that prohibits teachers from providing instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in kindergarten through third grade now are you going to argue, would anybody argue, that teaching this kind of stuff to kindergartners through third graders is age-appropriate? Well, I, I submit to you it is it's, definitely it's not. It should
1: be age-appropriate. I, 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 I'm I not arguing for pedophilia. I'm simply trying to say that there's an opportunity at Disney or anywhere else to be respectful to people that aren't men or women or boys or girls, that are cisgender, non-binary, whatever it happens to be. I put a list in the email that I sent you. It's an opportunity for us to be respectful to everybody and it's so easy to include everybody, so why not do it? Why deliberately exclude people when you know you are excluding people? That's all. It doesn't have anything to do with Democrats promoting but pedophilia. No, no, stop, Come and, on. T-
2: stop and take a look at what you've just said. You're saying that we or that society as a whole has an obligation to be respectful no, to, no. to 1% of the people who no, are transgender.
1: No, didn't say that. We don't have an obligation to do it, it's an opportunity.
2: An opportunity, okay, what about the opportunity? It's like be kind, you brought
1: up be kind, so this is an opportunity to be kind, why not take the opportunity?
2: What about the other direction? What about their obligation to me? Who? In other words, I disagree with what they're doing. I disagree with the entire concept. I'm not saying I do, you do. I'm feel just feel saying excluded. The, gesture, the argument. Now you're excluding me because you're saying that my opinion is worthless. I have to respect them and what they're doing, but they don't have to do it to me.
1: And why aren't they included? If, if they say welcome everybody, why do you feel excluded?
2: Huh? Well, no, you've who's lost. being excluded? I'm just saying, you're saying that we have an, an opportunity to respect the other people who are transgender. Mm-hmm. What about because of what they choose to believe and what they choose to practice? Mm-hmm. But what about going the other direction. What about me? If I find what they're doing offensive...
1: Oh, you find non-binary or... Uh, if I did. I'm not saying... gender individuals offensive.
2: No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking hypothetically here to ask okay. you, if, it, if it's a two-way street, what is their obligation to me?
1: If you find other genders because offensive. Because you're
2: leaving me out because you're saying that my opinions are yeah. not valid
1: here. Yeah, I think uh, if, if you are concerned that you don't want Disney to offend then there's no out. If they say welcome men and women and there are non-binary individuals in the crowd and they want to be welcoming to them, also that offends you. Um, I don't think that uh, if you if you find other genders offensive, there's no solution for you, Joe, or for whomever you're hypothetical person. It's not other person. genders.
2: It's, it's people who I'm just saying that if you're telling me I have an opportunity to be Respectful to them, what about their mm-hmm. opportunity to be respectful back? Mm-hmm. In other words, why do I have to? I, I've told so you before. You I'm to a be big called believer. A man
1: or you're offended.
2: I'm a big believer in live and let live. I don't care what you do. You want to come in here dressed in a flowered hat, wearing lipstick? I'm okay with that. That's too I'll treat you as nicely as <laughs> I possibly can. That's tomorrow. You never tomorrow, see that. Right? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> that's on Fridays. But, you know. But why do I have to buy into it? Why is is my opinion, why is what I say to you that important if I disagree with it?
1: I just fail to see why you're offended if somebody doesn't call you a man. If they say, welcome, everyone, you're like, hey, I'm offended. I'm a man. I want you to
2: say, welcome, men. All right. Well, so the words that they're stopping at Disney is they're no longer saying, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now, how is that offensive?
1: Well, I don't And think to whom is. is that offensive? <laughs> I, you know, you're taking this to an extreme. No, I don't, it's it's I don't them. They're it doing it. They're doing it. They're they're changing it. I don't. No, but you're saying somebody's offended. I don't think the goal is that they offend somebody when they say that. Well, I think their, their, goal their stated is to be,
2: goal is to not alienate transgender right, children.
1: Right, to be 100% welcoming. I think there's a big difference between no, it's trying not to, to be 100% offensive. 100%
2: welcoming. It's not, their stated reason is not to alienate transgender children.
1: Right, to be 100% welcoming to transgender children.
2: Well, what about me? What if I prefer boys and girls? I believe that that's all so there are. Men, and men, women, enough. boys and girls.
1: I believe that's all there is. You feel excluded and offended by that. Well, then though, or are you this hypothetical person that you're, you're being well, is one of offended by that.
2: Dennis asks a question. It says, a Disney executive said her child is pansexual. What is that?
1: I don't know. I'd have to look up the exact definition. I I, I think I might know, but I, I don't want to say for sure. But that's one of the ones that we sent out. <laughs> um, the, uh, hold on. Just let me do this okay. first. And then... I was kidding to Joe. I send out an email. We call it the producer's email every day. Joe, read read what it says we're going to discuss says, today.
2: Welcome to all who are ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, non-binary, gender-fluid, non-gender, neutral-gender, null-gender, genderless, and android, <laughs> androgyny. Andro- 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 androgyny. Andro- andro- androgyny, butch, cisgender, gender-expansive, gender-queer, queer, omni-gender, poly pan-gender, oh, you had it in there and don't even know what it is, trans- <laughs> Transgender or just trans? Well, this is a census list. It doesn't, doesn't mean I know what they are. I am, a man, or am I a man? You okay. left Muppets out. Are all
1: right. right. Joe, lower right-hand corner, please.
2: <laughs> Very good, Kevin. I'm glad you caught that. Pangender is a term for people who feel that they cannot be labeled a gender. The term is meant by the queer community to be one that is inclusive and means all genders.
1: Pangender, a term for people who feel they cannot be labeled as female or male in, gen- in, in gender. The term meant by the queer community to Didn't be... did I just read that? Uh, you forgot the cannot be labeled as male or female part. I'm
2: pretty sure I read that.
1: No, you people who feel that genders. they
2: cannot be labeled as male or female in gender. Okay. Well, I'm sorry if I Well, it's
1: up. okay. It's all good. We're we're back to normal here. We got her going. All right. So, we have an email, I think.
2: do upper right hand corner fast. If they want respect, they're going about it all the wrong way. It has to be the it has the opposite effect on me. All right,
1: all right, we got you. Thank you, folks. Thanks for weighing in on this topic. We're gonna to have to talk about something else here when we come back. All right. Why? Well, you uh, afraid of losing? Why? It's, I think I am losing. I don't think it's a fear. I think it's a reality. All right. To be continued. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lards. On the market is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at, on the at WKOK.com and you can text us at 70236, including the keyword OTM. Uh, I was uh, voicing a cockamamie idea that an open category would be started in high school and college sports that would allow transgender males to compete with uh, cisgender males in this sport, so uh, that's been soundly rejected by everybody who's heard it, so <laughs> I don't think that's going to work around here. Uh, we have also talked about a new lynching law that has been uh, passed and uh, irritates our local listeners as well, so we can talk about that if you wish or anything else. It is an open Thursday, the last day of Joe's retirement life and the make it a good one with a new caller. We'd love to hear from some new callers today. I know you're yelling at the radio. We can hear you all the way up here. So
2: we Get, had one, can, but you <laughs> blew him off.
1: <laughs> so well, he's a Bucknell grad. He's pretty smart. He'll know. He knows how to call back. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. We got a bunch of texts, uh, and they were sent to seven zero two three six with the keyword OTM. So we'll read some of those uh, ASAP. We do have some brief news headlines here. An inferno engulfed the former Wilbert Vault Company building in Sealands Grove, a building that the new owners hope to use for a distillery. Volunteers from around the valley converged on the fire on Market Street near the Sealands Grove Hotel. It was first reported around 8 p.m. Sarah Lover, a Sealensgrove council member and WKOK anchor, told us that it was an inferno. Uh, within 30 minutes, no injuries were reported there. Frackville State Police say there are now six people killed in that crash Monday morning on Interstate 81. Two dozen were injured in 80 vehicles involved in Monday's massive pileup along I-81 in Schuylkill. County, A bill, and finally some relief for our schools, a bill that would provide Pennsylvania school districts an option of bringing back whole milk to school cafeterias has been advanced by the House Agriculture and Rural Affairs Committee. Our correspondent Mark Sims reports the goal is to make, of course, the students drink healthier whole milk.
6: As part of an effort to fight childhood obesity, federal regulations established in 2010 removed whole milk from school cafeterias, but Representative John Lawrence says the Whole Milk in PA Schools Act would change
3: that. The bill authorizes Pennsylvania schools to use Pennsylvania monies to buy Pennsylvania milk bottled at a Pennsylvania processing plant to serve to Pennsylvania school children. And if the federal government tries to penalize a school district that elects to participate in the provisions of this act... The bill contains a provision ordering the Attorney General to sue the Federal Government on behalf of the school district.
6: Lawrence says many parents want their children to have the option of whole milk at school, and studies have shown the benefits of whole milk for developing brains. Mark Sims News Radio, ten seventy WKOK. You
2: want a glass of whole milk there, Mark? <laughs> Honest
1: to me. Yeah, my brain is wasting away here. Uh, let's I drink skim milk. It hasn't hurt me. Oh, it's debatable. Okay. <laughs> what kind do you drink? I rest my case. (laughs) Two can play at this game. All right, anyway, statewide hospitalizations related to COVID-19 are back below 500. After teetering below, then above that mark the last two days, in their Tuesday update, State Department of Health reported 18 fewer patients hospitalized since Monday. The state's COVID numbers show there's now 484 patients admitted to hospitals statewide. And AP reporting the parents of a 19-year-old man who was killed by state troopers on an overpass in the Poconos a wrongful death suit Wednesday saying the video of that incident shows state police initially tried to keep secret whether they tried to keep the secret the video secret shows he was pointing a pellet gun into the air and not at troopers when they opened fire the federal lawsuit says troopers had no reason to shoot Christian Hall and claims three high-ranking officials including the state police commissioner took steps to reveal the details of the shooting state police shot and killed Hall during a mental health emergency while he was standing with his hands up in a universal stance of surrender, civil rights lawyer Ben Crump and Devon Jacobs said in a news release, "State police have always said that the shooting was justified." You've seen this whole? You've seen the video?
2: No, I haven't seen the video, but oh, I've okay. heard
1: the argument. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see what seems to me that the guy's
2: that. hands were up in the air, even though he was holding a gun unless he started to bring his hands down. But, you know, I certainly would listen to what the policeman said to me if I were holding a pellet gun and the cops had their weapons drawn pointed at me. Absolutely,
1: yeah, and I saw the video. and It is very questionable. You know, he is moving his hands around. He's not perfectly stationary. There there was a small movement towards moving the gun in the general direction of police, and I didn't point it at him per se or lower it to the point that you would then turn it towards them. But uh, he's waving it around. I mean, he, he really set up a dangerous situation yeah, well, there. The
2: cops don't know what the gun is, and they don't so, know what he's going to do with it. So that's yeah. why I would say I would stand s- perfectly still. Didn't know it was a pellet gun either. That's well, what I'm saying. Oh, I don't okay. think the cops knew that, did okay. they? Uh, no, no, they
1: did not. It was clearly a, a substantial weapon of one, uh, one type or another, and this is one of the many pellet guns that's made to look like a larger gun. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, phone callers are ready. Paul, you are on the mark. Go right ahead.
7: I'm going to move to uh, Biden's uh, budget proposal. One of the things in the budget proposal was to raise money by uh, taxing unrealized gains. And uh, it seems to me the uh, perfect case to, sto- to show the stupidity of that idea is to go back and remember when there was a company, an energy company called Enron, And uh, the employees were investing in their own company, and the stock was increasing in value, and many of them thought that they were going to be millionaires when they retired. Of course, they broke the first rule of investment, is that you shouldn't put more than 4% in any one basket, okay, of your investment. So they were largely invested just in Enron, and they could have been with the company every year say for 20 years and their their their, their uh, stock value was going up so they would have paid taxes on the increase in the stock uh, so forth but when they got to the end of their life the company folded and they lost everything and and so that is that is a perfect example of why you cannot tax the unrealized gain now on the other hand if there's some kind of tax loophole right now that people like Jeff Bezos or any other super rich person is being compensated in ways that are skirting the tax laws. I, I, I don't understand why the people in Congress can't change the law that if you are compensated, if they give you a yacht, if they give you a, a house, if they give you stock, on the day that they give that to you and it transfers to your name, whatever the price is of that stock on that day, you ought to pay taxes on the value of so forth. So there should not be any way for rich people to be skirting paying taxes. I I do not, that that problem is totally on Congress. If there's a way that they're being compensated and they're not paying uh, on, on that compensation, then that law needs to be changed. But don't try to, uh, everybody that's out there with all kinds of pensions and they're in mutual funds and all these things else, this money's all at risk and what, I mean, you have a value at the end of each year, but don't pay taxes if that's increased from year to year because until it's finally cashed out, you never know what you have for sure. Well, I mean, let's your, your let's, take, at risk. let's take let's take the
2: I, let's take the argument another direction. If they're going to tax unrealized gains, are they going to allow you to deduct unrealized losses?
7: Well, I I, I realize that would be a problem, but it's, it'd be a very complicated thing, in my opinion. You know, and and what are they? Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I certainly don't want the government giving them back money. Uh, hmm. Because they've had a loss in the stock market, you know. I mean, uh, I, but whether you could say you could you could put that up against your other uh, your other uh, income and so forth, uh, and so forth. But I I think that's in other words, I think we want to encourage people to put money at risk so that, for instance, like I'm on Social Security, but Social Security is only ever meant to be a supplemental income. It's not supposed to be your Total retirement income. You need to be putting money at risk and doing something, whether you're flipping houses, you're invested in mutual funds, or whatever you are, to prepare for your own retirement for your own retirement. And uh, and I, so I don't think we want to discourage that. Of course, that's why we have IRAs. That money is in a protected class, and right. so you can build right. that without paying taxes on it and so forth All right. so that you're ready for retirement, and if it's a regular IRA, then you pay taxes on um, on it after you, when you take the money out and so forth. It's taxable. Alright, we so, got you, Paul. No, I, thank I you so you. much. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank appreciate you. Yeah, your yeah call.
1: Nice, nicely explained. There's one caveat, Paul, and that's that no Congress member is going to do anything that will hurt them in any way. They're all heavy investors, so they're going to keep on changing laws that favor them and their finances no, and but, their investments. That's why they get to be gronk zillionaires while they're there.
2: He, he went on to, to Thank you, Paul. discuss another aspect of it, but how can you tax unrealized gains if you don't at the <laughs> same time allow them to deduct unrealized losses? I had some, over the years, I've had some unrealized losses in stocks. I'd love to have reported as I went along. You know, it doesn't make sense to tax one without making the other a deduction. Just my thought. Okay. Uh,
1: Dick, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. We have an open day I underway.
8: Well, I, sl- I found this interesting. Are you familiar with the quick fill gas stations? There's one going down the Wingsport, mountain coming into the Wingsport. Anyhow, their gas, their oil is completely Pennsylvania oil, and they have employees in, in stations in New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, some 2,500 employees. But what I found was interesting, even though they say that people ask them, then why is their gas not cheaper? Well, they're not allowed to charge this because they charge the same. The, the price for a barrel of oil is, is a commodity price set globally. So they, they where the oil comes from has no bearing on the price of a gallon of gasoline. So that's their policy. So they're, they're using 100% United States pennsylvania oil and gasoline and still have to change basically the same prices as everybody else
1: hmm. but that's so I, so
8: I found that kind of because everybody says well why don't we just why don't we just drill here keep drilling more and more here well according to them it wouldn't make any difference they can't charge less anyhow they're paying the same price for that barrel of oil because it's the, the price is set globally which i found kind of interesting. this has come off their own website people ask them why why your gas not the same cheaper then that's their answer no
2: that's a good, qu- good question. Which
8: I, I find it kind of interesting. So, uh, according to that, it wouldn't matter how much more we we're going to do, basically, until something changes, th- that everybody would be sh- still, still charging as much for gasoline as if it came off from Saudi Arabia or Russia, mm-hmm. according to them.
2: Interesting point. Yeah, I don't know. Well, how I that thought works. it was pretty interesting. I anyway, mean, yeah, you go is. on our
8: website and find that the answers are right there. I mean, they get questions about this all the time. Twenty five hundred employees, and they're charging exactly, pretty much what you'd pay around here for Sunoco or everybody else or Amico. Hmm. I just, I, I just found it kind of interesting. It is. Don't I mean, I know what they're talking about. Also.
1: All right. Thank you Thanks, so much. Good Dick. comment. Appreciate thank the call. You. All right. We got open phones right now. We'll take any comer to talk about any subject. We got some emails. Read that one email, and then I'll tell you about this.
2: One on of our emailers says I didn't hear of a huge lynching problem facing America today and certainly there are laws and punishments against lynching as there should be but don't our lawmakers have bigger issues to address like the immigration disaster inflation gas prices new energy policy changes etc that are needed today rather than making a symbolic effort like designating lynching a hate crime it is a hate crime our lawmakers need to focus on issues that are affecting our country now Good point. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's a real winner.
1: <laughs> no argument there. We're not going to solve the real issues, but I'll tell you what, we got this uh, lynching situation under control since it uh, hmm. essentially stopped in the 1950s or so. All right, 1 800 795 956. Well, I
2: think we've come a long way from Emmett Till's tragic lynching in Mississippi in 1955. Okay. All right,
1: 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at OnTheMarketWKOK.com. Uh, we do have some folks that are not happy with the lynching law. Oh, I have a cockamamie transgender idea that I read in a website called The Conversation. They claim they are journalists, a kind of a left-leaning journalism site where people can come on and talk about solutions to the big issues of the day, and that would be the idea that uh, in high school and college women would be biological women only, in their competitions but men would be open so uh, biological men or women or transgender men or women could compete in the boys category uh, age appropriate of course So and of course that's been soundly rejected around here so that didn't work out but is there something a solution that you do wish to talk about whether it's the lynching issue or transgender or uh, one uh, good caller was concerned that Congress not doing enough to make sure that uh, investments and taxation and uh, the amount that folks are paying is fair
2: maybe right? Kevin can drag out the theme song from All in the Family again.
1: All oh, right. We haven't used it in almost <laughs> 20 minutes. All right. 1 800 I hope he just said something I heard it in one ear. 1 800 795.
2: What did he say? What if my mic picks that up,
1: Kevin? I'm you know. sorry I missed <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. All 795 right. 1-800-795-9565. I want to tell you about a vehicle. I got to drive almost six feet from one spot in the parking lot to another with plastic on the floor and in the seat so that I didn't actually touch anything on the interior. It's a Bronco Sport, and uh, they can still get them down at the Sunbury Motor Company. They are between drop-offs of both trucks and cars, and they would just very much like to hear from everybody uh, as to what vehicle you want, and they'll order it up. Four to six weeks is the average time. Some take longer, some take less. F-150s will be coming in by the truckload in the weeks ahead. But this Bronco Sport 2022, Badlands 4x4, it's got the lift kit already on it. Five-passenger, two-point-liter EcoBoost motor, so you're getting 26 on the highway if you're heavy on the gas. You can easily go 30 exit-to-exit. Exit. Eight-speed automatic transmission, carbonized gray metallic. That's that gorgeous color that when it gets in the sun. It just looks like a flaky blue metal. It's wonderful. And uh, it's got ebony trim on the inside. That's basically black to you and I. 180-degree uh, camera, so you can see all the way around you. It's like having that little uh, drone above you all the time. And paddle shifter so when you're going down the highway, you can shift when you say the ideal time is to shift. You don't have to listen to the automatic transition if you don't well, want I have a to.
2: little drone around me a couple hours a day I know. Right sorry, here. buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am trying to do this
1: the best I can (laughs) here, right? Right. Yeah, this is the best I can do. You should be happy. Be (laughs) kind to me. It's Be Kind Month. $38,000 was the sticker. Of course, uh, they'll be more than happy to see what you have to say about that price. 1-800-795-sunburymotors.com. I want to get that out of the way, so we're 100% clear on that. And don't forget, tomorrow's Financial Friday. We're going to be finding out about the telephone and internet and uh, high-speed line topics around here. The jobless numbers will be on. Ben Reichley is going to be here. We're going to have some real experts on the phone, too, as well. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. It's an open phones Thursday.
3: There's something to be said about a with a handshake a service technician who really knows what he's doing they can explain it in english what the problem is there's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area
2: Or am I a muppet? Am I a
5: muppet? If I'm a muppet, then I'm a very manly muppet Am I a muppet?
7: Of man. So
2: what Muppet there, Muppet would there, of would there man. then be pan-muppet, cis-muppet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Gender-muppet. <laughs> All right, let me set the scene a little bit. I, I agree that having transgender um, uh, girls compete with girls is unfair. I, I want to be clear about that. And uh, one solution that I saw on this uh, website called The Conversation is that uh, transgender, that uh, that. The girls' high school and college high school or college sports would be girls only, biological females only, and that's 100% locked. And then males would be in an open category, so okay. transgender females could also compete in that, and along with I regular females. got the
2: perfect solution for okay. you. What's that? If you're born a male, male, you compete with males. If you're born a female, you compete with females problem solved.
1: Okay. Well, uh, that's fairer than what we're doing now. I would agree with that. But we do need a long-term solution. We have it right there. Just switch it and never change. Just keep doing it the way that you say. Okay. (laughs) Well, there are people that think... (laughs) What is the purpose of changing it? It's been that way for centuries. Well, then you still have... An all-male category with a transgender girl competing, but uh, grant again, I think that's fairer than what we're doing now—making transgender, er, making cisgender girls compete with transgender boys. I mean, that's not right. It's it's not working out. The only other solution I could possibly think of would be to come up with ability grouping, and that's that—you, everybody goes through time trials and see how they do, and then the fastest of the fastest compete together, and then next category. And that way, you'd have divisions of girls, but that would be. You know, then you're, you're making sports very
2: complicated.
1: Well, I like the open category for boys. I think that that's worth exploring. I like the
2: category. I'm you're listening. born, you compete. Okay. Uh, upper right hand corner, and then uh, okay. Chuck. Uh, I have been instructed that God, our Creator, is offended by these perverse ideas. Okay. So who has been who is who instructed well, that's you? that's probably
1: from Joseph. And then lower right
2: hand So corner. God spoke directly to him on this issue. Okay. The hate from some people have about transgender people is just sad. Wish they had one in their family. All right. I agree.
1: All 800 Chuck, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
6: Yeah, my solution to this gender sports thing,
1: yep.
2: instead of get rid of the labels male, female, just go by chromosomes. If you have an XX chromosome, you play over here. If you have an XY chromosome, you play over there. Regardless of whatever you identify as, hmm. I think uh, that's that, what I've been saying.
1: Yes. Well, and I think that would work. Well, and that would create this. So that would be another way to create what I'm calling an, what this article called an open category.
2: Well, how would someone other than a male get the necessary chromosomes, not someone other than a Well, it would females. solve the
1: same issue in a different way. Yeah, I agree with you, Chuck. This could work. It certainly would be more, uh, uh, it would be fairer, I think, for girls.
2: And one of our listeners suggests DNA testing for sports. Well,
1: then that would answer the XY question. Right. Okay. Yeah, biological male, female. Yeah, I think Chuck uh, really, really unanswered. I know that they're allowed to compete in high school and college sports now, but transgender males just kick butt and take names in many cases, and it is very unfair. And I recognize that, and I and I'm trying to come up with some ideas here. In addition to your idea, which is just keep it the way it is and verify the way it is
2: and keep it that way.
1: Yep. All right. All thank you. All right. Well, thank All
2: you very much. Well said. Going we back to that, that last email that you had me read, quote, the hate from some people have about transgender people is just sad. Wish they had one in their family. So, in other words, if you disagree with this, you are automatically a hater. You can't possibly say, I don't think this is right, or I don't think this is well, the way it should be. That makes you a hater.
1: I think this listener, I don't know who it is, but and I detect some disdain in the tone and in the adjectives and in the remarks that people say. And like Stan says, you know, he doesn't like these people, doesn't like them, doesn't like them, and that's period. So I, that's what he's referring to, I think, anyway, is this idea, this but disdain does that, that people have for transgender individuals. Does that equate to hate? What well, does translate? So, to if this I say again. I
2: don't like you, I don't believe in what you're doing. I'm an automatic hater. <laughs> no, I don't think that's. <laughs> in exactly other words, we all have to agree thing. that this is wonderful and acceptable and perfect. Or we're a hater. No, I think you could be open and
1: loving and interested in doing like I'm doing, which is trying to find solutions to what's a very big problem without, you know, saying that I'm stupid or rambling How or dumb big of a problem
2: or, can it be if one percent of the people in the country are transgender?
1: Well, I think the goal is to try to see if you can include everybody try to be respectful Who's of everybody. Who's excluding them?
2: They can compete in the sports where they were born. They can use the restrooms they were designated for. No one's telling them they can't do what they want to do or where they need to do it. Did they're I just not saying just say that? That's a solution. They're just saying conform to societal norms. Who just said that would be a solution? Wasn't you? It was too. Now <laughs> get out of
1: here. Don't don't and don't lie. Tell the truth. Okay, these three are new. Okay. Don't know if they're from the same person or not. One of Hold our, on, no. I'll tell you in a second. They are from the same person. So start at the okay. bottom and go up.
2: All right. Disney is pro-pedophile and pro-grooming. There is no such thing as don't say a uh, don't say gay law in Florida. The mainstream media and left wing is lying. And I don't know who dubbed it the don't-say-gay law, but they're oh, right. It doesn't say against, anything about activists it. Activists against it. And a matter of fact, it doesn't even tell you you can't say gay. It says that incidental conversations are permitted. It just says you can't teach it to certain graders.
1: Classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through third grade or in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. Or, comma, don't say gay. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, that law well, makes that was perfect... come up with, That's by activists
2: in the media. Don't you agree that that law makes perfect sense exactly as stated? Uh, it makes some sense, yeah. But look, look who <laughs> screwed sense. it up.
1: Look who screwed up the conversation right there. I highlighted The mainstream media. Right. Right. I mean, if, if you're going to call it... I mean, if somebody wants to call it Don't Say Gay, that's fine. You can quote them. But don't call it That's What the Bill Is. Everybody knows. It's obviously... It's not the bill.
2: It's more than that. It's really a continuation of the discussion we've had in this program for some time now about parents' rights to determine what their children are taught and how they're taught it. You know, and I, I think when it comes to moral issues and it comes to things like this, the parents have an absolute right, right. to most say what should and shouldn't be taught to their kids. Most parents
1: couldn't care less what goes on in the
2: school; they just oh, want I disagree with you. I disagree job. with you completely. I think parents okay. are becoming much more involved now in their children's well, education. Well, now, yeah, they a had a whole year back. where they were responsible for their kids' education at home, for overseeing it and making sure that their kids got something. Okay. And so, what is the result of that? They learned what the kids are being taught and how they're being taught it, and they're saying, hey, wait a minute, this is not what I want to spend my tax dollars on. Right. And that is their right, as far as I'm concerned. Highlighted text. Okay. It's okay to be kind to mentally ill transgender individuals, but I don't have to accept their illness. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's a mental illness, is it? Yeah, uh, I mm, maybe, maybe. gender I
1: don't dysphoria know. is a diagnosis, but that is something that stems from the confusion that uh, individuals who are transgender or you know maybe thinking that they might be transgender comes from. So it's like. Saying is headache uh, a medical diagnosis? Yes, but that's not what caused it. Transgender and uh, gender uh, confusion is what causes it. But gender dysphoria is is a diagnosable uh, dilemma that can be treated.
2: So it's it is a mental illness.
1: You're saying? Uh, yeah, I guess you could call it that. But it, it does it doesn't isn't the issue. It's a symptom. You you know what so I mean? So what's the issue then? Well, the issue is that uh, they're gender fluid or they're not sure about their gender or or or, or that something else That sounds like else. the
2: confusion part to me.
1: Well, that is, but that's not a, a, men- a mental health issue in and of itself. What happens though is if if that uh, uncertainty that you have that you're, you know, fully male or fully female or, female or whatever, Create some confusion and or uh then anxiety with yourself and your parents and others and and how you're treated or how you are then gender dysphoria sets in this is again where where <laughs> you know it, it might be a dilemma for you and that's gender dysphoria and that's diagnosable if
2: i have this is right. that is that considered a mental illness Gender dysphoria is definitely a treatable mental illness, absolutely. Okay. Uh, One of our other listeners says, What exactly is a non-binary person? XX and XY chromosomes are what define people's gender. That's science. And we believe in science, don't we?
1: Right. But I think there's more to it than just the science. It's like saying, you know, that uh,
2: there wasn't more to it when it came to COVID. You were always saying, follow the science, follow the science. When it comes to uh, <laughs> well, your, your oh, well, this climate is the per- change, you say, follow the science. This follow is the, the science.
1: perfect example, Joe. Covid was the intersection of science, government, and human behavior, and education, and our societal interests. It wasn't just anything. I can certainly tell you what the Covid science was, as I know it, and I know one percent of everything there is to know about Covid by now, and I know an eighth of a one percent of everything there is about government, and one billionth of everything there is to know about human behavior. So there. I can hardly
2: wait to hear the conclusions you've drawn well, conclusion from this wealth of is education, is that, education. You, you know, have.
1: Covid's a complex. If somebody's talking about what the virus can or can't do, that's one thing. But does that mean you should wear a mask? No, that relates to human behavior and government and mandates. And we just heard a a study out of Britain that said uh, lockdowns had uh, an enormously uh, deleterious effect on society and individuals, much more than we thought in the past, not only in our physical being, but in our mental health and other areas. But the, the component of this that's political is the part that's distressing. Well, the government mandates. Well, I think government, you know, I think we, we got the government we wanted. If we allowed our government to shut things down, that's that's our dumb fault for hiring people to be our elected leaders
2: that allowed well, it. Well, the alternatives weren't great. Uh, one of our other emailers says, For folks claiming kids K through 3 aren't being taught sexuality, they sure are fighting for kids K 3 to be taught sexuality.
1: I don't quite get it. I do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, good. You don't get Well, you're, get, you well, you're get smarter that. than I am. I you think don't get just, that. Even in your declined state, you're <laughs> smarter than I am. I, I mean, I get what they're saying is that it sounds as though they do wish that you teach sexuality and gender issues in the kindergarten and second grade. I don't know if he says they're arguing, or he or she says they're arguing that the emailer. Then they would know more than I do. I don't okay. know who's arguing on behalf of.
2: But this. I'll tell you this: if if I have a grandson who's three years old and a grandson who's thirteen years old, hmm. if they came to me and asked me a question that related to sexuality, uh, first of all, I'd probably defer to their parents. But if it were my responsibility to answer, I would try to give them an age appropriate answer. I would have to determine what I think, knowing my grandchildren the way I do. I would have to determine what I thought was. age-appropriate appropriate for them, what I thought they could handle, what I thought they could process. I would do that based on my knowledge of my grandchildren. Okay. I don't expect the teacher, I don't want a teacher to supplement that <laughs> by making a decision, generic decision, based on all three-year-olds and all 13-year-olds. Right. I kids. want the decision made based, and that's why I think it should be a parental decision. And how near genius are your grandchildren? Uh, well, they're pretty bright. <laughs> pretty
1: near genius. Okay. I knew it. All right. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you uh, on the Don't Say Gay bill, which mainstream media seemed to pick up as the name, and that caught nationwide or globally, probably, in uh, Florida. And Joe's simply saying that you don't treat. Uh, teach trigonometry in kindergarten, so don't teach uh, gender-related issues in uh, kindergarten either, which uh, most normal folks would agree with that. Talked about the uh, the cockamamie transgender uh, open category for high school and college sports, which has been soundly rejected by our local audience. And, uh, let's see, oh, the lynching law. We heard about that. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. It's open phones. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. He's a good conservative, but a natural-born Listener, anything that can funnel through the Fox News funnels in his ears, he'll be willing to listen to. Uh, Kevin Hers, our fabulous producer, he would love to answer the phone if you call 1 800 795 9565. That's 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at on the and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. all right thank you so much kevin her fabulous producer very much appreciated always great bumper music that's his speciality I'm Mark Lawrence, Joe's here, 1-800-795-9565.
2: I think what's interesting about this Disney and Disney has injected me. itself Whoa. yeah, Disney has injected itself big time into this. Disney CEO Bob Chapek did not make take a public position on the bill when it was first being debated in the Florida legislature, but then apologized after backlash from the bill's opponents and he promised a pause on political donations in Florida and vowed that Disney would contribute millions of dollars more to LGBTQ causes. On Monday, following the announcement that DeSantis signed the bill, Disney released a statement slamming the move. They said, Florida's HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, should never have passed and should never have been signed into law, the company said in a statement. Our goal, they continue, as a company, is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family, as well as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. By way of reference, the seven-page bill does not ban the word gay in school settings and does not ban casual discussions of topics relating to sexual orientation and gender identity in the classroom, but has nonetheless been referred to as the Don't Say Gay Bill. So there you have it. They're integrally involved in But here, here's now. the thing. If, if the representatives... The state senators and the state House members in Florida passed this bill. Who do they represent? In theory, they represent the people of Florida. I can't imagine if there was a giant uprising of those people saying this is the wrong bill to pass. It's wrong headed, You shouldn't have done it. That they wouldn't be responsive <laughs> to that. Well, I think but, people
1: pick, see it as a Republican-Democratic thing, and Republicans are the dominant party, so they
2: think they're in lockstep with them, and that's good enough. But if they believe they were doing something in opposition to what the people of the state really wanted, you know, don't you think that they would modify their course of action?
1: Well, I think the goal of leadership is that you don't just do exactly. I mean, look at our leaders in Harrisburg. They ah, don't but they what's don't the
2: do term? It. It's representative. What does a representative do? They right, represent. Uh, that's fine, but they,
1: you could tell them that uh, you want them to force people that you would disagree with to go jump in a lake. Well, guess what? Our state representatives aren't going to represent you in Harrisburg and propose a bill that people that we oppose politically go Jump in a lake, they're not going to do that. Won't? No, because they're wiser than that. <laughs> they consider themselves as having some discretionary wisdom that they apply to this bill, and that's why Republicans passed it. They think that they they are in the right. Oh, so you believe that they did
2: war. it as a matter of power, that they have the power to do it. But no,
1: they had the opportunity to do it. I don't know if it was a power thing. They just thought, well, they, this is an issue that we think has popped up as okay. one of the culture war issues. This is a solution that we think it may not be but, a big issue in schools now, but how we're going to prevent it from happening.
2: How does it harm? And, and you're, I'm sure, qualified to speak on this issue. How does this bill harm the LGBTQ plus community? How does it harm them? I don't
1: know. What did they say? I, I, I honestly do not follow of. this much. Well, maybe just because they, they don't want anybody who, you know, if a child is asked to talk about but something is, that relates to his parents might be transgender okay. or the child might be transgender, then uh, they don't want you to bring it up or talk about it. That but it doesn't
2: say it can never be brought up. It doesn't say it can't be discussed. It says that you can't teach it to kindergarten to third graders. Now, how does that harm the LGBTQ community?
1: I don't know. You'd have to ask him, Joe. You brought the clipping here. You you tell me what
2: they no, said. No, but I'm saying if you think the law is bad, I, I think, and if Disney obviously thinks it's bad, they're saying they're standing up for their LGBTQ plus members. How does it harm them?
1: Well, maybe they think it makes it sound like being gay or transgender is you know somehow offensive and can't be brought up. You know, you're not allowed to say poop in school, as we. Heard. From a uh, one school district in okay. it, Wisconsin so or so. So, is it
2: offensive to heterosexual people that they don't teach how to practice sexual intercourse and in third to kindergarten to third graders? No, I think it should always be age appropriate. Okay, well then, then we're in agreement. But I'm just saying, how does that that wouldn't harm me? Look, I would I say I agree protest with
1: protest the bill. I don't think "Don't Say Gay" is the best name for it. I've been trying to find out what's, what what the, the complaint is about this all along. You refuse to tell us. All right, we got some I, calls. I'm coming asking
2: in. you. I don't understand what the complaint is about
1: it. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Go right ahead. All
2: right. Uh, I know I have the option to switch off the radio, but I do not understand why you guys have to give so much attention to this latest nonsense of transgenderism. Let me
1: stop real quick.
2: I proposed one idea. that we, we talked about it earlier in the week because
1: our audience wanted to talk about it, and uh, but not all the time. We talked about other topics, too, and today I brought in a solution. So we talked about it for a little bit, but we've also talked about the lynching. We've also talked about the, uh, the don't say gay topic. So we haven't talked about transgenderism
2: nonstop for days. True. The more attention given to this, the more it will take up our airtime both through radio and television. It's about like the incident at the Oscars. What a way to draw attention. Attention and increase the ratings. Gee whiz, guys, This is a, there's a war in the Ukraine that is killing thousands of people. The gas prices, the food prices are going through the roof. And the fact that our illustrious president is dragging his feet, giving the Ukrainians the arms they need, can't we talk about something worthwhile? Meanwhile, I think I'll switch to Glenn Beck. At least they discuss current events, not garbage from the left. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. Uh, Cindy, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
9: First, let me say I don't pretend to be representative of any group. But I would suspect that part of why they feel harmed by this bill is because it closes an avenue for them in their advocacy, right? More and more, I saw this as a school board member. I'm very conscious of observing it now. Many groups, advocacy groups, some government agencies, see the schools as an avenue for pushing their causes, whatever they may be and they make uh, use of it and it's cheap because you're putting the cost on the taxpayers and you have a trapped audience because the children have to attend Now, when it came around, I think fourth grade, that they were talking about the body functions related to sexuality, Um, when my kids were young, they sent a paper home to the parents, and you had the option of having your child participate or not participate, and if you chose for them to not participate, they went to the library while it was discussed. So, um, I don't know why we couldn't do that, but I look at this this way. We have people who have moved into our country who live here, and in their uh, personal philosophy is they shouldn't eat certain kinds of foods. Some don't eat uh, beef. Others don't eat pork. Should they be allowed then to come into the school and have that removed from the school because they don't want their children to have access to it and we've seen that happen about things like there were groups that came in their kid was allergic to peanuts and so they wanted the school to ban peanut butter not only not serve it but disallow you know prohibit parents from sending peanut butter with their kids to school should that be what we do
2: no it shouldn't be
9: no i don't think it should it is it's a. you know our country was set up in a in a fashion that said, uh, we will not allow the majority to be a tyranny on the minority, right? And that you see that in our government, for example, in the Senate, where it's two people no matter what, right? Two senators for every state no matter what, which gives places like Rhode Island and Delaware, with very small populations, an equal standing in that room with California and New York and that was a way to compensate for this while i appreciate that lots of people have lots of causes that they feel passionately about what i don't like is that they use our schools as the avenue to further their cause first of all they should not be advocating to children we you know there's a big fuss about on the internet and the abuse of the internet to expose children to things we don't want them exposed to and yet here we are permitting and it's across a broad spectrum, groups who have passions, to go in and use the school as their avenue to promote their passion. And I, that is not why we send our children to school. Uh, we send our children to school to learn the skills they need, and uh, this is what I think, to function in society. And what happens is a product of allowing the schools to be deflected from math, reading, science social studies you know what they need to be teaching in kindergarten through third grade reading and math it is vital that a kid leaves third grade a competent reader and a competent mathematician on the skills that have been established and yet we allow all these outside forces to come in and deflect the agenda from those primary things then the kid gets to high school, and only half the kids can do math on grade Four level. Minutes. Only half the kids are reading on grade level, and we say, Oh, my goodness, how did that happen? Well, the right, thesis we that were laid when you allowed your schools to become... Uh, mechanisms for cause du jour.
2: All right, Cindy, I couldn't you. agree with you more. That's an excellent point. Very thoughtful. Yeah,
9: thank you thank so you.
1: much. Appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565. Ultra speedy dialers only. we got three text, one email, one caller. We'll take one more caller. 1-800-795-9565.
3: There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. One says, it interferes... Oh, wait, what, let, we have to answer the question first. Uh, why would anybody want to make sure that we don't say gay in the elementary level?
2: There. It interferes with their indoctrination process. The earlier, the younger, the better.
1: All right, now all three of those texts say the same thing. Go right ahead.
2: The Alphabet Soup Coalition is against the Florida law because it restricts their sexualization and grooming of young children. There are no, There's no other reason to indoctrinate 5- to 8-year-old kids into transgenderism and homosexuality other than grooming the kids for abuse. And Disney is no longer a family-friendly enterprise. They are pro-pedophile and pro-groomers. There you go. Now, why
1: would somebody call in and, and complain about the haters sending in messages <laughs> when you read that stuff? All right, Bob, go right ahead. You're on the mark.
8: Well, good morning, Mark and
6: Joe. Uh, good to be with you and hear all these people talking. Man, we're majoring in the minors again this morning. There are so many important things we should really be talking about. And we're talking about very minor situations. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, the LGBTQ people are less than 10% of the population. Some people say they're less than 5% of the population. And yet they yell so much and they make so much noise that it seems like half of our population is queer or at least going that way. I don't think we should be paying so much attention to their programs or, or whatever they want to do to change more than 90% of the people to become gay like they are so they feel more normal. That's crazy. The tail is wagging the dog. It's not supposed to work that way. In a democracy, the mob rules, or whoever's the most, and uh, here you have these minority people who are telling the straight people how to act. And it's, it's just not right. Um, I think the straight people should talk more about the statistics on the gay population. What is the, uh, the suicide rate of being gay? What is the level of depression and mental illness?
1: Yeah, especially when you hear this kind of stuff.
6: Yeah, what is their level of income? And all other areas of measurement. How do the gays stack up? Does anyone really want to be gay? Uh, It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, The same thing could be said for the minority black population. They have 13% of the population, and it looks like they're going to have 22% of the Supreme Court uh, justices. So it's like, good night. Here we have it going again, uh, we're majoring in the minors and we should not be doing that, but the squeaky wheel gets oiled. The straight people just are too quiet and they should be making more noise. I'm glad to hear the discussion on here about boys playing girls sports. That's getting pretty well hammered out and taken care of, but to have that happen, to have justice for the girls, we really have to have more straight people speaking up. That's my beef.
2: Okay. What do
1: you think about my idea of having a uh, female only, biological female only category for girls sports in high school? It's, n- it's not my idea. I'm just bringing it to the table. And uh, the, the boys, if there is a transgender girl or boy that she, she would have to compete with the boys in an open category.
6: Yeah, I think girls sports is for is for biological girls. It's what Amen. the doctors said they were born. And uh, boys' sports is only for for boys, and forget about having these boys quitting their their sports where they were coming in 20th, 25th or 250th, and now they're going to be first in the girls. It's it's just not fair. It
1: doesn't make any sense. All right, you and I are on the same page there. Thank you so much, Bob. Appreciate the call.
2: So what about golf? You know, should we get rid of the ladies' tees? You ever play golf? They have the men's tees, the sure. ladies' tees. I've caddied for women. There are some pretty good golfers out there, Joe. We used to play off the ladies' tees because it gave us a little bit of an advantage.
1: Well, <laughs> as a caddy, we were allowed to play on the course from time to time, and pathetic as I was, I definitely used the la- I used the kids' tees. Kids' tees, Those right. are the blue ones all the way up at the edge. See you Monday, man. Hey, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow for Financial Friday. Got some real experts calling in. This is okay, Sunbury.